Well, we welcome again everybody as part of our Marian family around the world to the special day. Um, we have four men that have had been with us now and have shared in our Marian charism and our way of life. Jacob, Harrison, Jeffrey, and Joseph. And we ask for your prayers for them in a way I am jealous. Now, jealous is not the same as envy. Envy is a deadly sin, but jealous, our Lord is a jealous God. And I'm jealous because I've, people have always heard me say on our Explaining the Faith that seminary was the best time of my life. I loved it. I loved being able to learn more about God so I could love more our Lord. And they're entering into this. Um, now, what they will be learning, or what they already know, I know these guys are good, the four Marian dogmas. Do you remember? We're going to take you back to seminary. The four Marian dogmas. You have the divine maternity, Mary, the mother of God. You have her perpetual virginity. You have the immaculate conception. And you have the assumption. Now, one of the reasons I'm a Marian is because we connect all of them. Right here, like no other place, no other community in the world. We have Mary as our mother. We imitate her perpetual, perpetual virginity with our vow of chastity. We are the first men's community ever in the world to bear the title, the Immaculate Conception. And we always do our vows on the Feast of the Assumption. Beautiful. And we do it all under the umbrella of the apostolate of divine mercy. Amazing what God has given as a task for us, you, our Marian family, and now these four. We do this with two spiritual weapons, Mary and divine mercy. The two spiritual weapons of our times. And the Marian fathers bring these two together again, as I said, like no other community in the world. You know, God gave us a mission, and he has to give us good men to do that mission, to be soldiers, to use these two weapons, Mary and Divine Mercy. You know, there's an article, several people sent it to me. It's in the Atlantic, saying that Catholics are using the rosary as a weapon, and they're calling us extremists. <laughs> Ask Father Don Calloway. Yes, it is a weapon. It is a weapon. It's a weapon that helps us in our spiritual warfare to face everyday challenges. Now, this article mocks the value of masculinity. It calls for emasculation. Interesting, huh, in our world today? No. What these men are studying for, and these are masculine men, these men are studying to be priests. The priesthood is about the masculine. It's not sexist. It's not chauvinistic. But because, as I said in a homily a couple days ago, it's about giving giving life in that seed from the altar, as that priest is at the altar giving that seed, giving that. And from the altar, he gives life. 
then the church, the feminine, receives it, receives it, fosters it. That's what we call church mother church. Fosters it in her, her bosom and her womb and gives life, brings life forth. That is why God made them male and female. The priest, yes, he is a man. He's not superior to anyone else in one sense. He's equal but different, but in another sense, he transcends because of confecting the Eucharist. Beautiful gift that these four will prepare for. So we need good men, and we have been forming them. I've been hearing great things about these guys. They've been down at D.C. with Father Jim. God bless them. Our new postulants that entered in this morning and our novices that came in last night. These are good men. This is your graduation from boot camp. You guys have been in basic training, and all your training leads to this, vows. They will be taking today vows. What are our vows? Every religious community in the Catholic Church takes the vows of poverty, chastity, and obedience, known as the evangelical councils. Now, in the tradition of the church, this is totally misunderstood, right? They think this is pointless self-sacrifice, meaningless suffering. Well, and they call it no freedom. Well, I think you could say the opposite is true. The vows give complete freedom, freedom from slavery. What kind of slavery? The gods of the world, little g, the gods of sex, money, and power. By making these three gods our way of life, we've lost our way. But not these guys, right? They take the vow of poverty to overcome the small g god of the world of money. They take the vow of chastity to overcome the small g god of the world of sex. They take the vow of obedience which, by the way, will be your toughest one, okay? <laughs> so, they take the vow of obedience to overcome the God of power. Now, by making these three your focus, making these three vows, you will make God the center of your life, not the secular desires. Pray for them to persevere. You know, Mary lived these vows perfectly. That's why this day is so perfect. To take vows on the day honoring the lady who lived them so perfectly in her life as a disciple of Christ. So the assumption is the fitting end to a life that Mary led. And so it will be too, a fitting end for any good disciple. That's your calling. Pray that these men will live the vows and then be assumed into heaven at the end of it. Hopefully no time soon, okay? We hope and pray that you too, as a disciple of Christ, will end your life with an assumption into heaven. You know, Jesus 
went into heaven body and soul. He didn't go just into heaven soul. Jesus went into heaven body and soul. Why would we think we shall not either? Remember, we celebrate this. There's a solemnity, the highest of the feast. This comes from sacred tradition. So to finish, like the ascension, but a little different. Like the ascension, Jesus rose body and soul into heaven, as I just said. But he did it by his own power. Now, Mary, in her assumption, she was not preceded by a resurrection. She didn't die and resurrect from the dead. And she did not assume by her own power, but by the power of God into heaven. So the dogma of the assumption means that Mary was taken bodily and soul into heavenly glory at the end of her time on earth. We're not told Mary died. Catechism is saying at the, when her time on this earth was over, she was assumed. In the East, they use the term dormition, right? Which means to fall asleep in a peaceful death. But it's fitting that Mary didn't die, as Father Don Calloway says. It's fitting. But maybe fell asleep since sin and death are the fruits of Satan. Now, the freedom of Mary from original sin frees her from the consequences, the biggest of which is death. So just as Mary was kept from original sin by God's grace, yes, she needed a savior. Many non-Catholics will say, you say Mary didn't need a savior because she didn't have sin. No, she needed a savior to keep her sinless in the first place. She was also kept from the decay of the grave by that very same grace. I think where I do want to finish is Genesis 3.15. A lot of people will say, where is the Immaculate Conception? You can't say Mary had no sin. It's fitting. Why? What does Genesis 3.15 say? One of the most important passages in Scripture. It said that there will be total enmity between her and the serpent. Now, here's the point, everybody. If Mary had even the slightest stain of sin, even the smallest sin, even if she never committed sin but was conceived with sin, that would mean there was not complete enmity between her and the serpent, Satan. It would mean Satan had some kind of hold on her, even the slightest, but that's impossible because Genesis 3.15 says there's complete enmity. I think that is powerful. That is something I learned in seminary. So to share that with these guys and to them, see them grow is amazing. And it says in Genesis 3.15 that there will be the seed of a woman. Now she received that seed. It's given. Will crush Satan. Now Jesus rose to heaven to fulfill this prophecy. So it follows that the woman of Genesis 3.15 would have a similar end since she shared this enmity against Satan. She had to be immaculately conceived 
as I said, otherwise there's not complete enmity. And we, Marian fathers, and the church as a whole, bring that grace of the Immaculate Conception together today with the Assumption. It's beautiful that you make these vows on this day. You know, this is why we pray the rosary. Mary shared in the birth of Jesus. That's the joyful mysteries. She shared in the life of Jesus. That's the luminous mysteries. Mary shared in the crucifixion of Jesus. A sword pierced her heart too. Those are the sorrowful mysteries. So why not should she share in the resurrection of Jesus? Those are the glorious mysteries. It's all scriptural. So to finish with the quote Brother Jason used on a video the other day, and I actually had it in my seminary notes, and he found it. He had it. This is a powerful one. This leads to the fittingness of this solemnity. St. Robert Bellarmine asked the question, who could believe that the new ark of holiness, the dwelling place of God, the womb of Mary, the temple of the Holy Spirit, would be allowed to crumble into dust? I shudder at the very thought that the virginal flesh of which God was conceived and born, which nourished him and carried him, should have turned into ashes and been given as food to the worms. Doesn't make sense. So it makes us have hope. It shows us to hope for, what to hope for, that we will be more than just food for worms. So guys, our prayers are with you. Many graces are here for you this day. And don't forget to ask of a special grace from our Blessed Mother today. This is her feast day. And this is your very big important day. Ask her for very important grace. That is the beauty of being a Marian of the Immaculate Conception. When we bear her title, she can't say no. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. 
Sign-up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.